Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Old School back, top of the hour. Old School brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop. Located at 84th and Havelock, every type of meat, every type of cut. But like we promised, at the top of the hour, got the Lincoln Stars. We got the head coach, Rocky Russo, on. We want to welcome him into old school. My first time talking to Rocky. Uh, welcome, Rocky. Thanks for having me on. I wanted to ask you, man, as, uh, you know, obviously as things start to progress, um, how has the, you know, your mentality changed uh, coming down the stretch, and obviously you guys are in the playoffs. Um, how has things changed? Because obviously this is the fun time, I think, as far as sports, uh, when you get to play for some, uh, you know, some, you know, something of a of a big prize at the end. You know what? Right now we're focusing on playing with that playoff mentality and understanding that you know little little situations change games and. Early on in the year, you're you're really just focusing on getting your culture in place and, and making sure that you're playing uh, a consistent style night in and night out, being predictable for your teammates. And, and right now, it's really managing pucks, taking advantage of, of scoring opportunities, and and uh, and understanding that you know playoffs might not start for a few more weeks, but we want to be play, playing playoff hockey right now. Rocky, I wanted to ask you, man. I'm a. I, I grew up watching the uh, Minnesota North Stars and so forth and so on, and a little bit of old school hockey. I know it's changed a little bit, um, but do, who's your number one? If you want a tempo setter, you get in there and you got to maybe get the team inspired. Do you have anybody on your roster that's the, I guess the uh, the bully or the scrapper? You know what we've got? We've got team toughness. I think yeah. everybody's willing to, to to drop the mitts or to finish a heavy check, but. We've got a couple guys that, that I like to say start the engine every night. And, and Brendan Ali is one of them. He's a draft pick of the, the Detroit Red Wings, uh, about 6'2", 200 pounds, absolute bull in the China shop, and, and runs guys over and changes the complexion of a game. And then we've got a big boy from, from Belarus by the name of German Yavash. And uh, we acquired German in a trade from the Fargo Force about a month ago and He's uh, he's a fan favorite because he's the toughest guy in the league, but uh, but he scored some big goals for us, and and he just changes the game with his physicality. So those are two guys that all I got to do is kind of tap them and say, hey, I need a big shift from you, and, and they go out and they provide that for us. Rocky, you're you're burying the lead. Yavash has 120 plus penalty minutes. This dude is purposeful, <laughs> man. This dude is purposeful. You got one, coach. Well, he. He was what we were missing, DP, and and we have we have a lot of talent. You know that you've watched us play. You've seen the guys come in and out of the, sh- the station all year long. But we didn't have anybody like Herman. And and uh, when Fargo uh, looked to trade him, I was I was absolutely ecstatic, like a little kid on Christmas, because I love his game. I love what he brings, and and he's been absolutely. Uh, delivering since he he got here, he had a, a goal and and a fight in our game two weekends ago against Omaha. He played great on Saturday after serving his one game suspension, and um, he's been uh, he's been fantastic for us. When, when you when you talk about elite talent, guys that just they look the part, they put in the work. 
Uh, Mason Marsalis just impresses, right? When you when you got to shake his hand, you go, okay, all right, first of all, it's a dude. Cool. I understand in the space. But you're identifying this young talent, and do you feel like you're trying to win games or are you developing for their career? How do you make a decision on a young talent like Mason? You know what, Matt? That's a great question, DP, because you've got you've to gotta find a way to do both. You know, that we're a results-driven league. Our fans want to see us win games, but we need to make sure that we're developing these young men to, to have extended careers at the college and pro level. And so when you bring in guys like Mason, who obviously was uh, was a guy that, that was great for us last year, but now he's been a difference maker. Tanner Ludke in his first full season in the league has almost 30 goals right now. He's been interviewed by every NHL team. And, uh, and will be drafted. Dashiell Oliver has been excellent. Boston Buckberger, Antonio Fernandez. Like, I can go down the list of guys that you want to let them make mistakes. You want to let them fail. You want to let them uh, learn from these experiences. But you still have to find a way to win as many games as you can. So that's through the culture that we present, which is accountability and structure and discipline and attention to detail. And, and, and then as long as your guys are buying into that, you can let them learn on the fly at times and and make some mistakes and mason he's our captain he's one of our best players he you know he was on the ice for a bad goal against last weekend and and then he came out on saturday and was arguably our best player on the ice so even the guy that's that's had as much success as mason over 100 points in his career is still learning and developing and growing so that's the best part about watching these guys you you get them in august you see them develop and grow into the playoffs and and then you start over again in the, in, in the fall rocky i wanted to uh, ask you about tanner lucky i know you mentioned him, mentioned him before as a goal scorer but one thing that i looked at is you know he has four game winning goals you know 11 power play goals 11 or eight power play assists talk about what it takes to be i call it money time player uh and leader on a on a team that's making a playoff push you know what, it, Tanner's a wonderful example of, of that experience and growth because if you look last year, he played 11 games for us before the, the high school season in Minnesota started, and then he went home and, and he played high school hockey in Minnesota uh, and then rejoined us at the end of the year. And I think he had in 24 games one goal last year. And then he had a massive summer. He spent the summer in the gym and on the ice, and, and he came back with a lot of confidence. He was he was ready to play, and, and he's been productive since day one. So when you give guys those opportunities, they get their chances. They're going to fail at times, but you have to have that mentality, that killer instinct, and, and the best players in any sport have it. And, and Tanner certainly has that, that intangible of, I want the puck on my stick in a big moment. I want to be able to take that shot. I'm going to deliver for my team, and he's done that time and time again. Coach, you, you this this year's team, you're seventeen and eight at home, playing at the icebox. You're better at home than you are on the road. For those that don't know, what makes the icebox an advantage for the stars? Well, it starts with our fans. Uh, anybody that's seen a game in the icebox knows we have the most passionate fan base in the USHL. Uh, this community. Is, is back to embracing Lincoln Stars hockey. There's brand awareness all over the, the, the city for what the Stars do on and off the ice. Uh, it's a it's not a big barn. The ceiling's not that high. The, the crowd is incredibly loud. 
And it's an intimidating environment if you're an opposing team. You come in and the lights are going and the stars coming down from the ceiling. And, and that's a, an environment that most teams don't want to play in. So we feed off that energy. We love to play at home. I tell the guys before we go out on the ice for every home game, this is one of our opportunities to play in front of our fans. Let's make sure we impress them tonight. They spend their hard-earned money to watch us play, and we're going to give them the best effort that we can. And our guys have taken that to heart, and uh, and that environment has helped us win a lot of games. Rocky, I always, I always try to say that uh, one of my favorite, I guess, things to watch is playoff hockey, obviously at the NHL. But I think it's, you know, portable in every league, you know, and just in, in a, I guess, summarize – the difference between playing regular season hockey and playoff hockey. Cause I, I'm a, I'm a true believer. There's definitely a difference and you see it in the, the effort and the, uh, you know, intensity. You know what? It's, it's really apparent at the pro level, right? Cause right. they're playing 82 games. They're playing four games a week and guys that might be passing up on a block shot or passing up on a finished check in December and January are not missing any of those blocks. They're not missing any of those opportunities to hit. Our guys, I'll give them a lot of credit. We play very hard every night, and we try to bring that same type of of mentality, whether it's November or it's April. But we all know that when when it's money time in the playoffs, the the intensity ramps up, and, and one little mistake could cause you an opportunity to win a championship. So guys are locked in. They're taking care of the puck. They're responsible. Uh, they're finishing every check. They're blocking everything that they can and, and doing everything they can to help support their goaltender. So you just see that whole extra level of intensity that is keeps your fans on the edge of their seat throughout the course of the game and, quite frankly, keeps me uh, uptight on the bench even more than I am during a regular season game. Rocky, I always say, I mean, look, I was, I'm a football player, man. So, you know, I think that's a pretty, you know, team-oriented sport, you know. And uh, But I think over time, I'm talking about all the way back to, you know, I grew up, you know, with the, obviously the North Stars and obviously the Edmonton Oilers were dominant and then the Rangers kind of in the early 90s or whatever with Mark Bessier. But I, I, I've grown to say that hockey is up there as the ultimate team sport when you reach, you know, the pinnacle. Talk about the in-depth of how teams are built and how it's like you always just, you know, hockey players, they're, they're very comfortable in their in their role. You know, like somebody that could be, you know, Marty McSorley is just as important as Wayne Gretzky and, you know, so forth and so on. Just talk about the dynamics of putting together a team. Obviously, it's a little bit different for the stars because, you know, you, sometimes your roster can, you know, be ever, you know, changing. But just talk about that just from your experience in the hockey business and building teams of how important it is, that team concept, and then you see it out on the, on the rink. First of all, I want to tell you that I, for me sitting in Lincoln, Nebraska right now and hearing Marty McSorley's name on the radio, I think it's fantastic. That means you know you're hockey. <laughs> well, Dino, Dino Cicerelli is a little bit better because he mooned my bus when uh, when he lived up there with the Minnesota North Star. So <laughs> I'm a, I got a little bit too up and close and personal when I, about 8 o'clock in the morning and seeing that uh, two bright white moons early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you got to watch you got to watch Neil Broughton and yep. and all those those guys from uh, from the the stars back then, which is awesome. And and then that Edmonton crew was fantastic. But you know, when it comes to building your team, you're especially in this league. We we have two phases of our draft. We have a pretty large affiliate list, so we have our active protected list, 
and then we have uh, another list that's that's almost 20 players long that we are are protecting in the league, but they're playing in other places right now. We're allowing them to develop and grow, and then we can see out which guys are moving out, going on to school, which guys are coming back, and which holes need filled. And so for us, it's it's a matter of projecting. You know, you project somebody like Tanner Ludke. Is he is he going to take the next step? Keaton Peters was a a depth guy for us, a bottom six penalty killing limited minutes forward last year. This year he's got 16 goals. He's having a great year. He was able to take that next step. So you're, you're trying to build a lot of depth with your forwards. You'd love all four, four lines to score, but you want ultimately a line that can really lock it down defensively and you can trust to play against the other team's best guys. You want a couple lines that are going to score. You've got your power play guys. You've got your penalty kill guys. You've got your, your skilled defensemen. You've got your puck-moving defenders. You know, So you, you kind of try to, to evaluate what intangibles each guy brings to your team, and then you want a nice mix of all of that. If you've got 12 guys that are skilled and are going to score goals, but no one's going to compete and block pucks and kill penalties, you're not going to have success. If you've got 12 guys that are just going to block pucks and kill penalties, nobody's going to put the puck in the net. So... You know, and it's it's finding a nice mix of guys that all understand what their role is and how important their contribution is, whether they're actually on the score sheet or not. Rocky, it's humbling and it's warming of the heart. Uh, the stars invited me to come down April 8th and do the puck drop. <laughs> and I immediately texted Jay, and I'm like, oh, I need an enforcer to come with <laughs> oh, yeah, me. Yeah. Like, I need, I need somebody who's familiar with being on the ice to no, be yeah, out on yeah, that yeah, carpet it ain't with Rocky, it ain't me, trust me. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Uh, I met Scott Stevens once, Rocky, and, you know, seeing in, – in, first of all, I met Michael uh, Pekka and Dominic Hasek. They are two smaller, you know, hockey players. Scott Stevens? Scott Stevens is not small. <laughs> it, it, it changed my whole idea of hockey players. Not only was he built chiseled, you know, and obviously had the scars on his face and, and stuff like that, but he looked like an inside linebacker. So uh, and that was back when I was in my heyday. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be the enforcer. I, first of all, me and ice don't mix. You know, me and skating don't mix. So uh, that you know, Jesse. He's from Minnesota. I don't even know how that's possible. No, could not. I, uh, Rocky, this is where we, you're we're, telling we're, me you weren't on the ice when I, you were growing up as a kid. I, I was. I was. I love hockey. I did. You know, really to be honest with you, Rocky, I loved hockey. A lot of my friends when I first moved there played hockey. I tried to skate and learned to skate a little bit, but then you know, obviously it's a pretty expensive sport to play even back then. And, uh, you know, I wasn't as fluid on the, you know, to learn how to skate for me, you know, you got to put the time in, right? And, you know, the basketball court was a little bit more appealing. So I knew how to skate way back in the day, having in some time. But uh, I will tell you, one person that knows how to skate uh, is Jason Peter and Darren Erstead. They know, they do know how to skate. Um, And I'm sure Jason and Darren would probably like to be enforcers. Darren, I know, plays pretty, 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 uh, Still play some, but uh, myself, I'm a. I I was. I had the shortest uh, amateur career in hockey ever. The the harsh reality of not being as uh, graceful on the on the ice. I uh, learned to love it from afar. You know what? You can take the best athlete, and I've always said this: take the best athlete when these kids are young, and and they have the mode of transportation for the other sports down. They can all run football, baseball, basketball, soccer. They can run. You take that same incredible athlete. 
and you put them on the ice and their knees are knocking and they can't stand up. So yeah. this this sport is a special sport, and and to be able to play at the level that our guys do and make the plays they're making in traffic and and deal with the physicality and and the talent level, it's just it's it's humbling for me to be a part of because I was never as good of a player as any of the players that I've been fortunate enough to coach. I was smart enough to learn the game though and and understand what it takes to be a coach and and what it takes to build culture and and to build transformational relationships with your athletes and and understand that you know it's not a transactional approach. It used to be twenty years ago and and coach could tell you to do something and you did it and you didn't think twice about it now you've got to build trust and you've got to build that relationship with your players and and uh, and I think that's what's enabled me to be successful and and then, you know, our GM, Nick Fabrizio, recruits a lot of really good players for me. And uh, and he brings good players in, and I coach them up, and, and we're fortunate enough to have a lot of success here. Coach, I, there, there are two big events coming up. Um, and I want to preface this by saying not three, because you, you, you follow the governor as a puck, with a puck drop with Matt Rule uh, on April 1st. And then somebody made a horrible decision in judgment. Because you went from the governor and the, to the head coach of Nebraska football to some radio dude. Like, we got to we, – we, I need to reassess what's happening. Look, it's a big – you've got big events coming up, and it starts tomorrow morning. What's going on tomorrow morning at the Icebox? Well, first of all, if somebody made a bad decision to have you drop the puck, then you got to blame me because it was mine. <laughs> Man, <laughs> coach, like – there was nobody else in this town, DP, that I wanted to drop the puck more than you. Then so let it be I'm done. I'm excited to have you come out. Thank more you, brother. More excited than you, than Matt Rule or the governor. And, and honestly, and I, I I didn't say this, nobody's listening to this radio show right now, but he got a couple boos <laughs> at the game. Uh, the governor did. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> uh, local politics. Right. But, uh, he got a couple boos. Right. I don't suspect Coach Rule will. Right. And I know that you won't. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but we've got we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. Tomorrow is our STEM game with with all our local schools coming. We play 11 a.m. against the Tri City Storm, and uh, they're two points behind us right now. We're all battling for for a first round bye. We're two points behind the Waterloo Blackhawks. We play them twice this weekend. Um, so we've got a huge game tomorrow. Huge games coming up this weekend. We've got our billet appreciation. Uh, game coming up on Friday. We've got uh, our fan appreciation game coming up. So we've got a lot of fun stuff here as we head down the final stretch of the regular season. Coach, I'm I'm excited. I I think it's, first of all, again, special request. Um, and I love all of my hosts and all of the talent here. But Jay Austin and myself, we need stars jerseys. You know, you need big boy sizes, right? Austin's the only one that can fit like regular human size jerseys but to do that i'm going to send it let's see if we can get them out to the icebox tomorrow i've got a doctor's appointment that i have to cancel to do that but we'll see the other side of it is this before we let you get out of here i need your mount rushmore of hockey oh yeah that'd be good yeah yeah, let me hear your yeah that'd be good i need your mount rushmore of hockey my mount rushmore of hockey is mario lemieux okay Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Gordy Howe. Okay. And Dominic Hoshik. You went Dominator. You went Dominator. You I know Martin Brodeur. I, 
Coach Russo. I, Patrick Roy. I watched Patrick Wall. I watched Martin Brodeur. I watched Hoshik. Um I think that Hoshik at, at his prime was the, the best goalie that I ever witnessed that could steal you a game every single night. And he was not your typical technical goalie. He made crazy saves. You'd think he'd have no shot, and somehow he stopped the puck. Um, I could have easily gone uh, Sidney Crosby in that place because I think Sidney Crosby's a generational talent. I think you're watching right now Connor McDavid's a generational talent. Uh, but the three guys I mentioned, Gordy Howe, Wayne Gretzky, and, and my personal favorite, I grew up in Northeast Ohio. I grew up with, with uh, Mario Lemieux. I feel like he would have he would have broken the records that Gretzky had had he not had the injuries and the cancer and, and everything that he went through. He was the most dominant player I ever witnessed with my own eyes. Uh, I've gone back and tried to see what I can see about uh, Gordy Howe, uh, he's a little bit before my time, but his his longevity in his career is incredible. And and I was just I actually just read his his son's book about him. Um, Nine lessons I learned from my father by Murray Howe is incredible. Um, and so those are the guys that growing up to me were were difference makers. And I that list could keep growing, right? That's the best part about only having four. But Yarmer Yager and Mark Messier and Paul Coffey and. Those guys I were thought, all incredible as well. But, I, I but just, those, those three plus Asher. I just thought Yager was going to be like to hear Pittsburgh fans talk about Sydney, and I'm going and Mario. Hang on, wait a minute. But Yager's, I mean, Yager's still on skates, which is at 51. Yager left though, and Yager left and went and played for the Flyers. Right, like okay, so that that's fair. And I'll forgive you. I'll hug you anyway when I see you, even though you left Ovi off the list. And I know that's personal, and I I get that, but. I have way too much respect for you. Like, you should have just So here's, here's why I won't put Ovi on the list. Because for the first eight or nine years of his career, Ovi was like minus 30 every year. He didn't play defense. He only wanted to score goals. And, and then you watched. If you look at his career closely, you'll watch his statistics change. And the year they won the Cup, he was a plus player. And that was the first time that he was a defensively responsible player. And so his complete body of work lacked that defensive side of the game for a long time. The the Bobby the, Crosby doesn't. Those other guys didn't, but Obi's did. Now Obi's going to break Gretzky's goal record, yep. which is is something that we may never see again. I, I don't know. Connor McDavid scores whenever he wants to, so we'll see. But but the longevity of scoring from Obi is is. Absolutely impressive to watch. The the Bobby Orr fan club is on my phone, blowing it up, blowing it up. How dare we speak hockey great to not mention number four, uh, <laughs> Coach? This Bobby is Orr. This, Bobby this, Orr. Right. This is the thing. Listen, I'm gonna. You and I are gonna do a one on one and just talk other sports because I know you're a diehard and you love it and it's a great conversation. I'm such a huge fan of the Stars and it starts. Firmly, directly with Coach Russo, Rocky. Love you, man. Appreciate what you're doing in this community, on the on the ice and off, because what you guys are doing in the community is top shelf, good stuff, sir. Look for. I'm going to try to sneak out of my doctor's appointment and get down to the ice box tomorrow. Come on down. We love you. Anytime you want to come, DP, you're welcome. You know that, my friend. Rocky Russo, Lincoln Stars, kind sir. 
Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. We'll do this again shortly. We'll throw it to break. More Old School when we come back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.